Today we had on real estate agent and YouTube legend, Javier Vidana. He talks about how he grew his YouTube channel to over 140,000 subscribers, how to take advantage of a viral video, and what it's going to take in 2023 to grow a successful YouTube channel. The Broke Agent presents Over Ask Podcast. Javier, hello. hello. Welcome. Thank you. Oh, Thank you for being on here. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for inviting me. I'm a big fan. I've been I've been following you guys for a while, and uh, this is good to be back. I really appreciate a content creator that has this shit together. I love when they have a good mic, a good video, and I can just tell there's someone in this room that just has their stuff together. So thank you. <laughs> right. Look, yeah. fellas, Hanukkah is right around the corner. The setup is on its way. Hanukkah Harry, which is our Santa Claus, Santa Claus, is delivering me a new mic, a new camera, a new studio everything it's gonna be a lot are you sure makes no. sense i mean sure? make this guy's been around longer than both of us making content and he has the worst what's up with that camera and mic yeah well you know what people listen to the episode hey if, if you enjoy the setup throw this video a like right now if you enjoy <laughs> javier's javier has the ultimate youtuber setup the perfect lighting perfect mic yeah and we yes. do appreciate that the basic so, I, might, filter. I, I might have to re-say that i'm not sure if they can uh, hear eric with that shitty mic <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, All right, but Javier, this isn't about Eric's bad setup right now. Uh, Hanukkah Harry is gonna hook him up apparently, so we'll we'll wait and see for that. But I want to want to get into this because you are a YouTube master, it seems, and you're a bit of a silent killer in this industry, and uh, I mean that in a good way. Um, you've kind of flown under the radar, and you're one of the YouTube OGs. You have 144,000 subscribers, and let's just dive right into it how the hell did you get that many followers or subscribers uh, on youtube and how long you've been doing this for well first of all i want to appreciate i want to appreciate that comment because the silent killer is the best way i've had me described because you can definitely take that another way i've uh i'm very to myself and i'm not the best marketer when it comes to it to myself so when people like tend, tend to find me they go holy crap holy crap this guy's like oh my god like i've never heard of this guy but then there's people that have like a tenth of my size that are out there plugging themselves right so um i appreciate that and i mean how it all started is i mean i'm 20 29 now i guess i'm not that young anymore but in school growing up i mean i grew up on youtube you know back in the day the shane dawson days, smosh days like i i, I just that's i just watched everything religiously and um i mean if you want to ask my therapist it's for other reasons but i personally have always wanted to like like i like to perform i like for and perform for crowds i'm a musician i play uh, classical guitar so for me you know i kind of got into the real estate biz just like uh, it's a job you know and then i've always just tried to find a way to creatively express myself in front of an audience i wasn't playing music anymore so i was just you know slowly it would seep out in different ways and i would try channels i would do the real estate podcast I would do like the vlogs. I would try all these different things and none of it worked until I just decided to, to not try. I just put the veil down. I just spoke directly and honestly, not expecting results. And to this day, I'm still riding this wave that I have no idea how it got created, but I'm going to try pushing it as much as I can before people find out I'm a fraud. So did, definitely not a fraud. Everyone go take a look <laughs> at this guy's channel right now. You have videos, 800,000 views, tons of tons of videos with hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of views. So you've been doing it right for years now. So when you started the channel, did you do it to help your real estate business or was it to do something on the side to possibly monetize that? Like what was your thinking going into it? That's a great question. Um, I, the intention was never to create leads. The, the intention was never to create the real estate business. 
I, like I was telling you earlier, I was, I just needed an outlet. I, I, I uh, had practiced by the point, by the time I had my first video that did well, I had spent hundreds and thousands of hours just creating dumb videos. I got one view, but you know, spending late nights, like learning how to edit, uh, learning how to put a shot together, how, which is the right mic to buy, which is the right setup to buy all that. I just spent so much time. Well, yeah, Eric, missed time. That. Yeah. Eric missed that tutorial. Oh, yeah. Since yeah, you took did. the hours to do that, just call me after this and tell me exactly what I need to do. So yeah, late nights but, <laughs> by the time I got my first video that actually hit, like I had already invested so much time in it. And I just like, it's hard to explain, man. I just had this thing in me that I've always just wanted to entertain people. And somehow I found the right voice to do it, if you will, on real estate. Uh, the, the, the leads and the, the business growth was kind of like a side after effect. And even now there's been times in my career where I like really focus on building leads or more of a, uh, hold on, let me lost losing focus. Oh, look at that. Huh? Oh, the setup. Your when you have such a, have when malfunctioned you have such a nice camera, when you have such a nice camera that happens sometimes. So I apologize. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, it just, it just found a way to seep out. And it, like I said, there's times in my career where I focus on lead growth and, that's always bit me in the butt. It's almost like when you don't try to generate business, people like you, they follow you, and they want to work with you. And the best time I've created leads actually is when I didn't have a lead generation website, when I didn't have like, a, what are those called? The systems and the, the, lead the emails. Yeah, all that stuff. The best Trip time wires. is when I just had a contact me form on the website on the link I didn't even have on my bio. It just people yeah. would Google me. They'd find me on YouTube and they would Google me and they want to work with me. Once I started putting all those websites and, you know, different avenues for people to sign up, the lead gen actually went down and which was which I find very interesting. Yeah. I always said that too. I, I always found that I worked best like when I almost didn't care about yeah. the outcome almost. Like it's just like you're doing it because you want to do it and whatever happens kind of happens. Um, so that video, how long into your YouTube kind of career did it take for you to get that one that hit? And what do you think was the difference between everything prior to that, to the video that eventually did hit and kind of made it all take off? Uh, the video's still up for anyone that wants to go watch it. It's, uh, you go to channel and then you search by oldest and you look it up. It's like, uh, I think it was how much does it actually cost to buy a house or whatever. <clears throat> what, what hit, um, I think I was, I made that, I, I spoke about a topic that was very a hot button at that point, because the reason why I made that video is because I was on Facebook being a jealous butthole, just looking at all these agents producing leads like crazy because they would be at that time. I don't know if you guys remember those days, it was really hot to get like a website, like a, like a boomtown, which I have boomtown. I love boomtown, by the way. Boomtownroi.com slash over ask. That's Link fantastic. In the yeah, yeah that's our sponsor right there. I, I I love them. I have their concierge service. I actually work with their lead uh, referral division at homeandmoney.com too. I'm one of their biggest partners. So love awesome. them. Um, so go. yeah, getting a website like that and then plugging up uh, one house and then putting a lot of ad money into it and just specifically focusing on an area and just push that house. Mm -hmm. And then people would say, buy this house for $1,000 a month, zero down. And it was completely false. But what I hated was in the comments, there was like 100 people saying, I'm interested. Message me. What do I do to get this, etc. So being a jealous hater, I was like, okay, I don't like this. People, who am I going to blame? The agent who's clearly violating some kind of rules, or am I blaming the clients who are just not educated? So I turn on my camera and just uh, being a hater, I spoke directly to those clients, just like this is the actual cost of buying a house. This, 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 and I did it in a way, I guess that's easy to understand and. 
two, three months later, I check, nothing's going on. I check again, there's a hundred views. And the next thing I know, there's a thousand views and there's a 5,000 views. And I just kind of carry that momentum. My problem and my biggest mistake that I regret is I tried to replicate or create another video that hit as big. But now how I understand YouTube is YouTube liked this video. What I should have done was created a sequel to that video or something along the same like bubble. That way, since YouTube likes this, it can they can use the same audience being created by this video to plug other videos. But what I was trying to do was create a copy of it with another topic, which was my biggest mistake. So, you know, for anyone out there, if you get a video that hits, make a copy, make a sequel, uh, like something that feeds off of it. Um, that's probably the biggest thing I, I regret doing, not doing. With that sequel, would you actually use a similar title and say like part two or a follow-up? Like what do you mean no. by sequel? Okay. So there's like a, I don't know. There's like always a natural. So anytime you make a video, at least I try to, you kind of have an idea of where you want people to go to next. So YouTube tends to, I mean, at the end of the day, they're an ad, they're ad serving company. They want to serve people more ads and they need your serve you ads because by retaining your attention. If YouTube sees that people watch your video full length and then people are clicking on other videos that are yours from that specific video, they're going to reward the algorithm will reward that video and say this video attracts audiences. Right. So then normally when you make these videos, what you want to do is you want to plug something, have an idea of what you want to plug next. Um, if it's a previous video that does well, plug that. So, for example, that video did really well for me. What I should have done for the next following two years is anytime I made any video or surrounding down payment or closing costs. By the way, guys, if you're interested in just getting a breakdown of what are the costs of buying a house are, check out this video, you know, blah, 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 right? Now that video would have been on steroids, just like the Liver King, right? It would have had the, the algorithm <laughs> feeding it and it would have had my new views from the videos I'm creating feeding it. And what you're doing is you're creating these little, you know, these little like uh, big videos that are just working and producing more for you. And the new videos are kind of feeding it even more and more. So the sequel, I don't know what that sequel would have been, but it would have been, I probably should have mentioned it at the end of that video. And it would have been something in the same space that you have to kind of just put some brain power in and kind of think of. That's genius because what we're doing right now in our YouTube channel is basically at the end of each video, it says previous or next. But are you saying that that should be like, say I do a marketing Monday video on like Instagram strategy, those videos below should be still about marketing strategy, right? And you could actually choose which ones go in those slots. Like at the end of each video, there's like that final slide. And then it's usually yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this is what's next or this is what was just uploaded, but it's all the recent videos. Yeah, you so, don't want to do that because yeah. if you if you ever look at your YouTube studio and look at retention, it just there's a sharp drop after as soon as you start saying, All right, guys, think or, or or there's a near conclusion, there's a sharp drop. So you wanna so uh like how long have you guys had YouTube videos for? Have you just something new or I mean, I've been doing YouTube videos for like seven years when I started the broke agent, but those started as like comedy videos and just like skits. And then we had like a couple shows and then basically over ask was kind of like the comeback of the broke agent YouTube channel. Now we have four other podcasts and then marketing tactics and agent tactics on the channel. So there's a lot going on. The reason I ask is because when you start a channel, your, your first maybe few months is just trying to find one that hits one that hits right with the audience, one that people resonate to. And, and you might, it might be completely in a different direction. Like Matt, I don't know if skits were your original thing, but what I probably imagine happened is you were just making different videos. The skit happened to do a little better. And that's what you just hyper-focused on. 
Um, yeah. Same thing on YouTube. You're going to just make a variety and then you'll notice one of them hits. Maybe you're like for me, people liked having me talk about data and numbers. So that's what hit for me. So now once you find one that hits, now you understand. Now what you do is anytime you make another video, you plug that video and you don't do it in a way where like a video pops up like edit. Your editor shouldn't plug it for you. You should plug it. So at the end, I'll, by the way, this reminds you, I have a really great video. I think you guys should really check out. Some people are, are getting a lot of value and benefit from it. Check it out here. Let me know what you think. And, you know, so it has to be in a, I mean, you got to sell, but you can't do it in a way where it's like the YouTube, the pop-up. Don't let YouTube push you. Don't let the editor push it for you. You have to push it in an authentic way. So that way you're, you're creating another essentially source for the views of that video. And like I said, one the more of these guys, like uh, there's like a lot of great YouTubers that do this, but they're, what they're doing is they're not trying, they're not finding the new videos that explode. They have their heavy hitters that they continue to promote, and that's what feeds their channel. That's that's interesting. We've never really heard that kind of strategy before on here. So you can have almost like say five videos that really blew up, and then base and keep pushing those. all your content around that. Yeah, because we're five yeah, ideas. Because we're we're trying so hard to get YouTube to like like our dads. Let please love us. Like we just give us affection, give us respect. <laughs> but but we have videos in the past that are getting love, and YouTube likes them, and the audience likes them. So let's drive traffic to those and make those even because YouTube is going to start seeing even more views going to it, and then it's going to push that. And the thing is, if you have two or three heavy hitters, you're getting you're like, well, I'm afraid of exposure. Well. YouTube's already doing the work and the algorithm likes this video and is getting you exposure. Let it keep doing its thing. They will eventually see the newer ones. And next thing you'll know is you'll have newer videos that kick off. Well, now you like you start finding out your, your different niches. So you might have one data oriented video pop up for you guys. You might have a marketing one pop off. Now you have this specific niche. Anytime you make a video about specific marketing, you push that one. Over now, you you know, uh, how to make a skit one pops up. Now that's the one you push and you just kind of try to find your your your, your liver, <laughs> liver kings in my mind right now, your liver kings and keeps feeding steroids into them and they get real jacked. And then now you, your YouTube is just working for you. I love that. I mean, this is we should be doing this with over ass, too, because we've had some yeah. other YouTube ones, which you, which you should check out in the description. Is that what I should be saying, Javier? These are oh, in the man, description that's, or they're that's popping some, up. That's a boomer. <laughs> that's some boomer stuff right there. Man. So, OK, so it should just pop up and it can play right there. right? <laughs> no, okay. no this at this works. point, Eric, at this point, it should actually physically pop up in your hand while you're talking. Right. That's now. what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> So, like, that would so be what funny. I'm saying, you know, check out this YouTube right here. This not there. episode we did. Well, the editors are going to put it in, right? With no, it's actually on, also about you want to use the YouTube's native platform, which YouTube doesn't have that. You think you're thinking of annotations, which they got rid of like a decade ago. Right. Like <laughs> YouTube now, what they do is like they have a little banner that pops up when you yes. talk. Right. So you don't have okay. to be like, guys, go check out this video. Everybody no, just like. That reminds you of this really great video that we made that's helping a lot of people, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, as you're talking, it pops up on the video. It's not your editor. It's the actual YouTube native. Like it pops up for like five or four seconds and then it pops away. And then now, people, sorry, Red. Go, no, go for it. Sorry. It's just something. No, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, sorry about that. Now, would you do it? Because I've seen this before. Would you collab with someone else? So do a video that someone else did and be like, by the way, Eric, the broke agent had a great video on this. Go check that out. And then he does the same in return for you. And then, you know what I mean? And then kind of yeah. get each other's subscribers. Genius. That's a, that's a good way of doing that. Yeah. Because you have to be in sync. So like 
So there's a guy named Win the House You Love. Kyle Seagraves is one of my best friends. Um, and essentially, we, we, we don't share the same audience, but whenever we do do that, we, we notice that what it does is it creates our mutual, like if there's a Venn diagram, the fans that are in the middle that know that there's like this bromance between us loves us more. But so if that doesn't create more audience, what it does is it kind of feeds into the lore or the like uh, the story of, of the videos and the creator and people get more invested with you. So if they find out that, like, for example, you happen to be a friend of someone like that they also know and they weren't aware of that. That's just like it just does something in people's heads like, oh, that's awesome. I really love Matt now. I really love Eric now, you know? Yeah. We're, we're trying to yeah. do that with you right now. That's why we're having you on is we're creating I, uh, the Javier to BAM pipeline, the BAM to Javier yeah. pipeline. I mean, I might radicalize watching. So us. now your next video, you're going to be like, you know what? I talked about this in a great podcast and then you're going to send exactly. all 144,000 of those guys over here. Exactly. This, this has been one of my favorite podcasts I've been on. So I'll definitely be happy to do that. But my audience isn't realtors and lenders. If I have a video, that I put on YouTube and I get nothing but realtors and lenders commenting how great a video was. I know that video failed because huh. that's because that, that's not my core audience. That's yeah. not my core audience. And I see people who post real estate videos and, and they, you know, they post it on Facebook or wherever and they're killing their videos. You're getting realtors going and watching those videos. That video is not hitting the right audience for you guys. That's the right audience. Yeah. But I was going to ask, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. I was going to ask plugging links on Facebook. We've been told this is a no-no. How, how else are you promoting your YouTube videos through the other social media platforms? Are you plugging direct links? Are you plugging your channel? Or what's the best way to go about it? Um, I Where did I hear this from? I think, I think it might have been a friend of mine told me. The way most people are on their phone, and if you have a link on your phone, if you click the YouTube, like if there's a YouTube video, let's say Matt's pushing, and you click on his bio, you click it, Odds are the app won't come up. Odds are the browser would come up. And odds are is you're not logged into your browser. So you, YouTube is not going to really respect and honor that view and really count it or, or really feed the algorithm because it's this unknown person watching on an incognito browser, right? So I think, I don't know if they're talking about Twitter or YouTube on that. I have to double check that. But the best way I would promote something on social other, like I never talked about the fact that I made YouTube videos on Instagram or Facebook until like I was over hundred K. So I honestly would prefer you not to promote it and let YouTube algorithm do its thing. However, if you have to, I would put it with no link. I would put it just say, Hey guys, go check out my new video on my channel. Let me know how it goes. Let them go on YouTube app let them on their profile search your name search the name of the video and let them feed the algorithm but make sure it's your core audience for you guys your core audience is actually on instagram so that's great for me i get a bunch of realtors and my grandmas and aunts that follow me i don't want them watching my videos so i'm not going to plug my stuff matt what kind of things stand the test of time beats me eric <laughs> well I, I got a list for you right here twinkies j-lo ben affleck diamonds the right. Beatles. Never well, you could add your real estate success to that list when you partner with Boomtown, the number one user rated real estate CRM in the game. Boomtown was built to drive sustainable long-term success, Eric, no matter yeah. the market. So if you're ready to put your best foot forward and build a real estate business that can stand the test of time, visit boomtownroi.com slash overask. Plus, 
see how you can score $750 in free digital advertising now. Now that's boomtownroi.com slash overask. Yeah. I mean, this is, so I've tried this a couple of times. Uh, Matt, I'm sure you've seen it maybe on the broke agent where I'll, I'll plug like a marketing Monday and then an over ask um, will be right afterwards. And I'll just say, go ahead to the broke agent media YouTube channel to check it out. And Ryan Pineda always preaches this also where you should only never plug a link, but only plug your channel, not a link to that channel, but just say for people to go there. So they're actually organically searching for it. So Look up looks like eyes. that is consistent, but you know, our audiences like Matt's audience is huge on Instagram. My audience is big on Instagram. So we want to direct people to this platform, but I guess just telling them to go there is the best way to go about it. All right. I just looked up Ryan Pineda. The guy looks like literally like a realtor's wet dream, like how a realtor should be made. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like, got so, crazy hair. He's not the only uh, one that said this, by the way. Jeremy Knight, who we had on the podcast also said I know this Jeremy. He's cool too. Yeah. So spe- high, speaking high of, level local. Yeah. That guy I does was, it really well. I was going to ask you the high level local content. Did you do any Arizona specific content or was it always kind of news based or more broad to the consumer? Yeah. The interesting thing is I'm, I'm glad you don't know this. I have a local channel that just has local content. It's not called Javier Vidania. It's called something else. And that's doing its job to create leads for me. Um, the, the way I did it, I created national educational. It wasn't my intention. I kind of just started making videos and it just went nationally and that you it's possible to do, but you're playing a different game. You're playing, you're, you're playing against people who are bringing in higher numbers and you you're, it's, it's a little, it's a lot more difficult to get done. You probably won't get as much leads. Actually, funny enough, I got more leads from, from 500 subscribers to like 10,000 subscribers. I got more leads than I did from 10,000 to 50,000, let alone now over a hundred thousand subscribers. My leads do not come from my main channel anymore. They come from my local channel. So the bigger you get, it's not necessarily the best thing. So if you're doing it because you're crazy and you didn't get love as a child, and now you have to find other ways to get love hundred percent, the national approach, it will be more difficult, but you will get more of an audience. You can do more creative things like live streams, like a Patreon, like I have like a discord and just really be a content creator. But if you're just looking for those sweet, sweet leads, then the local based content like Jeremy Knight has, like others have, those, that's the best way to go. And you're gonna, if, you, if you're bringing quality content, you're going to help people and it's, you're going to attract the right clients for you. For the record, so, I did know you had a secondary channel. I was just oh, asking that for the audience. All right. Thanks. Yeah, don't don't say the name. Don't research. say the name. No, I don't didn't say know. So you, okay. you do the one, you try and blow up the one for kind of brand awareness. You can kind of go in a bunch of different directions with it. And then you go hyper local for the leads. Exactly. Would be, yeah. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Um, and what are you doing on that hyper local channel? What type of content? I call it the basic stuff, the basic realtor stuff. Uh, people, I, you know, as they're talking about finding your, 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 your liver Kings, my liver King in the, in the <laughs> so local content. You need is a different data. example. That's the second time you do. I just think of a job liver King. big beefy is timely guy, right you know, yeah. just like that. Um, that's the best way I describe those videos. They're just on steroids because it's not real growth. It's like right. your, your YouTube algorithm and then you're pushing stuff, but it just, it's this great big buff man. Um, what was I saying? Uh, people, my liver King is uh, just data. People like me talking about data. People like seeing that. So what I do is just like market research. Like, okay, I, I actually, I record on OBS and essentially what I do is I use my stream. how I stream on OBS. I hit record. I don't go live. And I just talk to the camera 
I, I, you know, go to the screen share and I'm sharing what people can see what's on the screen as I'm chatting and I'm going back and forth, back and forth. And it's like a little more creative and people think I'm like editing all this. No, it's like I'm on OBS. I have the scene set up. I'm just hitting record on that. I hit stop record. I send it to my editor or I edit it depending on this, uh, how I am that month. And they kind of just the audio is a little bit off sync. So you got they got to sync it. And that's it. You, you kind of cut it up, slice it up and put it out. And people like me analyzing the data and, you know, talking about that. I don't do the record on the camera, record on your audio different than combine them. Too much work. I it's all that's not a quality game for me. I used to record on 4K, do all that crap. It would take forever to process 1080p. People watching their phones anyways. Just put it out there. And I am a quantity over quality person, like put three or four videos out and, and then just keep going and going as opposed to uh, just doing one a month and you're so over obsessed over it that doesn't do great. Well, it's just only doing one a month. What about um, like the, you know, 10 best restaurants in this place or going to interview like a small business? Like, do you do anything like that? Have you done it? Is it effective? No. You've never done I'm, anything like that? If you have an entertaining personality, I can see how that would work. I, I know a lot of people like to trash that and say, oh, you know, you're, you're a, a tour guide or whatever. However, if like, if like when a YouTube, when I go just talk about a taco shop or something or, or rated, I can, I, I would watch that because you guys would make it funny and knowing YouTube, you probably would get a skit out of it, or you would find a way to bring an owner in and do something funny. Um, but how every other realtor does it, which is super boring and just like, like you're trying to be like 2020 Barbara Walter style. It's not, it's not fun. You know, I don't think no one want to watch that and you're not bringing any value. Um, so I could see it work in very rare exceptions. Like you're, you're known for your humor, uh, and people like watching you do anything really, then that makes sense. But if like most people aren't, well, don't do that. Just stick to whatever you're good at, which you don't know what you're good at. So just start making videos and let YouTube figure out what you're good at and then go through that. Yeah. The, the whole restaurant owner thing in interviews, I totally agree with you. I think that was like, I, th I think those will probably start coming back as more kind of edutainment, educational videos are kind of on the horizon and mm -hmm. less skits and comedy as like the market shifts and people kind of want to see what's going on in their community. But I totally agree with you. You do have to have a personality to make that work. If you're just watching some random, you know, agent in Charlotte doing it, yeah. and there's no pizzazz. There's no. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, this is nice. This is, these are nice chairs. Yeah. It's, it, it's just so forced <laughs> that, that sort of content. So yeah. all of you, and by the way, you do have an entertaining personality because you're, first off, you're funny, you're super engaging, you're very confident in everything you say. And then also I've seen your lives, like the ability to go live on YouTube and just talk and respond to comments for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour at a time. That's a, that's a really, really powerful skill. So talk to me about yeah. your lives. What are you doing on YouTube live and how did you start like developing that ability to just start talking and responding to comments? Uh, I first, before I did my first live, I made sure I, I would try to go live at first and then it would come out really bad. Like my first 10 or 20 lives, which you will not find anywhere now, um, are so bad. The audio is out of sync. It looks so blurry. And there was like five people there. One of them was like my wife and it, it wasn't good. However, I appreciate that because it taught me like how to not do it, how to, how, how to make sure the OBS is set up the right way, how to make sure your audio is on mono. So it's not just both speakers, not just one of them. I had that issue for a few. Um, and really, I mean, you're not going to like this answer, but just doing it a ridiculous amount of time just works out that muscle. And 
say, you know, I have probably at least 400 hours under my belt of live streaming. You put me next to someone who maybe is as entertaining as me, but has zero time live streaming. I would seem like I have it more put together. Why? Not because of talent, not because of anything else. I simply have done it longer. I have had the hate life, the hate people come in and just start talking politically. I have had the people uh, complete throw me off with just their question. I've had uh, me overreacting to things. I have had uh, having a guest and me being rude to them. I've done it all. I've just experienced it all. And I know what not to do and to do. And it just comes with the experience. So um, I... I think that like one hour, two hours, I'm not happy with those numbers because there's sort of live streamers that do it for like eight hours a day. Like one of my favorite streamers is Hassan and he's on Twitch. He does like nine hour streams a day. So, yes. So um, just just streaming. I mean, if you want to get into streaming, get out of the YouTube real estate space. Go watch streamers on Twitch and YouTube. Find one you like. Watch what they do. Replicate it. Yeah, you're so right. Um, I didn't like that answer. Uh, no, oh, that was a great answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, at the beginning, you said he wasn't. No, no, wonder, no wonder you're like, um, that was horrible. Answer. No, but you're, you're, <laughs> you're very, you're so right. People always think, like, even with what anyone does, whenever they see someone that they want to kind of replicate, they just automatically assume they're going to start and be right at that level. Yeah. Like, you have to put in your reps, and experience is the best way. And eating shit and failing is the best way. And we've heard it a thousand times, you know, like, you need yeah, to fail yeah. so you don't make those mistakes again. And until you fail, and it's going to be awkward and embarrassing, but like, if you want it bad enough, that's the kind of thing you have to go through. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I watch your guys' videos, and I'm like, damn, like they're just like, I know you, you like, you made the, like the music video like parodies. I watch that, and I'm just like, it almost like a little envy comes out. Like, man, he's so good at that. Like, and he gets all this engagement, and I'm like, I can't. Like, what? Why? What? Why can't I do that? Well, it's like, well. You've probably have done so. You probably have not only ones you've released, but you probably done hundreds that you never released because it was just bad. But you have those reps, you have that experience. Um, you know, same with Eric. I'm sure he has like hundreds and thousands of memes he's got. Maybe some have failed, maybe some of them have brought negative attention. But when it comes to a meme, if you and I see one and he sees one, he'll know if he'll succeed or not just because of his experience. A thousand right? percent. He yeah. has like he has he meme vision. Tell, oh my God, it's, it's I, actually insane. <laughs> I actually do have a sixth sense for yeah. what it specifically just for real estate content, which is good because that's obviously what we're doing. But I, I really know what video is going to hit. And this Dude, is because thing, it's been, yeah. you know, yeah. seven, eight years of like, okay, that's the, this one's not going to hit because the hook wasn't good enough or the joke wasn't out in people's face em- enough. Yeah. Like Dan yeah, sent me a exactly. Grinch video the other day, which I thought was really good and entertaining and funny. But He's like, how did you know this wasn't going to do well? It's like, well, the joke needs to be there immediately for the real estate audience. And the joke has to spell itself out. We've talked Uh about this with like, you know, Derek Gregory videos who, you know, I I love his content. But sometimes if the joke is not like just so self-explanatory, it's just going to go over people's heads. Like people aren't trying to see like a cinematic thing on Instagram. I mean, not that Derek shouldn't be doing like the cinematic quality. I just mean like those those higher level like stories people could see that on youtube and netflix and everything but for like a minute long youtube uh instagram video that could be tough yeah and and, and that's where it gets of, complicated yeah no yeah. go for it and going off of reps javier like totally agree with that you know doing lives like we got better at lives matt's been doing a ton of lives and is getting better each time he does it like he'll be on there for 30 40 minutes and even like when i'm filming these marketing monday videos youtube videos i just did a film sesh 
yesterday I drove down to San Diego, cameraman, three hours, and I was supposed to bang out like, you know, five to six videos. And there was other agents in the office. The teleprompter was going fast, all these, you know, bullshit excuses, basically. But I was horrible. And I don't even know if we're going to be able to use them. And it's just, you know, it's, that happens all the time. Like, it's not like I just sit there in front of a camera and start rattling stuff off. It's like mm -hmm. I'm reading this script. There's a ton of editing that goes into it. And there's just like you have days where you don't have it, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it was like yeah. a wasted film session. It sucked. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, those completely. those wasted film sessions are more valuable than the ones you go through because you learn so much of them. I remember the days when you were feeding with the sunny, sunny side of real estate. Remember those days? <laughs> I like that you call them the sunny uh, side. That's perfect. whatever they're sunny called. Side, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever they those guys. The cookie cutter bullshit over. Yeah, Dude, yeah, I remember yeah. back in the day, <laughs> this guy and Sunny Side or whatever they're called, you they 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 would go at it. And I remember in those days, some memes you came out with were a little on the aggressive side, but, but yeah. like you learn, like that's a thing and whether it's memes or, or skits or lives or videos, it's just, it's a continual game of, of, of just repetition. You know, muscle will not yeah. grow unless you do multiple reps and your first, you know, hundred thousand memes are going to suck. You might feud with the wrong person, but at the end of the day, you will end up on top just like you did, Eric. Exactly. You see yeah. where the line is too. Like back then yeah. you could be more edgy because there was less of a following too. So you could try yes. different things out and be like, okay, this is political probably yeah. don't do that one or this one's like a little too vulgar sexual like let's pull yeah. back on this a little bit so it's yeah. all trial and error for sure yeah and even like the filming like the process of it i found i got so much more comfortable with it when i put myself in an un uncomfortable position while filming so i would start filming my videos like you were saying eric with people there and it's so uncomfortable but once yeah. you get over that it's like you feel like you can do anything it's like oh i film you know, and it just started like my wife in the room. I didn't, when I filmed my first videos, like I didn't want anyone to hear what I was saying. I didn't want anyone to see what I was doing, but then it just like got easier. And then it just made me so much more comfortable on camera in general. Yep. Yeah. No, you can tell. Yeah. Uh, so Javier, back to YouTube real quick. How do you come up with all these topic ideas? I see you doing them like based off of the news, like, you know, reacting to Dave Ramsey's take on the housing market or what's going on with open door. How are you? I know those are your two most recent videos, but how are you? I know you've done your research yeah, the exactly. last two videos. Exactly. How are he you? He clicked. He clicked on it like last minute. Okay, guys, <laughs> yeah. right, let's go. Exactly. He's on it right like now. Actually, one minute. Before, yeah, that, that's why I'm looking <laughs> down right here. Um, so, how are you coming up with these videos? Are you scrolling through Twitter looking for trending topics? Are you going on BrokeAgentMedia.com? How are you finding these topics? Yeah, man, I'm going to BrokeAgentMedia.com and I find the trending topics and there I make sure go. to email, follow, and join their Discord as well. Is that you guys yeah. still doing that? Uh, no. What? Yeah, we, Dude, your Discord was doing so well. No. I mean, there was just so much other stuff to do. Like, we launched Broke Agent Media in April that I couldn't really contain You guys need to do a Patreon. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about that. Yeah, for, about you guys know what over ask. Yeah. Under 100%. You guys have all these. I think you have different, like, like uh, podcasts you guys are doing. Yeah, if you guys want the ad versions of it, go ahead. If you guys want the... The, the the uncut the raw ones with extra footage where we and you you tease that extra footage like when you're actually put it on youtube and you're gonna get people to pay you 10 bucks a month just for doing that comment Not below only that, if you want us to start a patreon if you pay us 10 bucks a month yeah but you have to give people value though you gotta, you, obviously you gotta have like we're yeah, not just gonna, gonna, yeah, not just gonna not give people value here, everything like, we do gives value. What do you think? This talking? is so no, no, valuable. No. Every time we yeah. open our mouths, it is non-stop right. free content <laughs> right. and value. We should be getting paid a hundred bucks a month by everybody listening to this. All right. A hundred bucks right. a month. 
we still have video like each 100 bucks each or even no, you can charge per month, month by per each month. person wow sorry wow. all right go ahead javier no oh, i like can, it i like the com- videos um i i so the over the last eight months uh i recently was called out by my wife because she hadn't she's helping me in my business right now she hasn't been checked in in a while and she's like let me see your videos like oh your videos are way different than they used to be i'm like what do you mean and she was like, they're kind of just like basically called me a real estate drama show. Just anything that's dramatic happening in real estate. And to her, to her point, my views have gone down this last six to eight months. And that's the reason why. Back when I was doing really well, I would do an educational video once a week. And I would do like a trending topic video once a week. And then I would do a video where I'm like describing someone's situation if they can buy once a week. So I have a format when I'm doing well. How I come up with the video topic is 10 minutes before I record a video, I sit and I think, what the hell do people, I look at the comment section, what questions are people asking me? What is something that I find will give them value? And I go, I don't have a script prepared. I'm I'm very, like we're talking about reps. I have an ungodly amount of reps improvising things that I could literally make a video on the spot. Um, I don't recommend anyone else do that. But for me personally, I sometimes don't even have the topic until I sit down in the chair. Or sometimes I'm just living life or I'm, I'm reading a comment and I'm like, that's a great video. I'm going to note that down. And I literally, as I'm just living life, as I'm getting quick questions asked, as I'm reading and engaging with my audience, which is something that's really important you should do, I get my ideas that way. Even pop culture, even t- uh, TikToks, what's 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 popular. Okay, you know, um, actually, no. And I, I don't do that. I lied. I, I was thinking about uh, Matt's like uh, <laughs> starts to lie I know. halfway through. <laughs> I, I was thinking about Matt's like 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 videos and stuff. And I was thinking maybe someone might find uh like value in like watching like say you've done like skits of like parodies of music videos or and then getting that. But I don't do that. I lied. I apologize. Well, we um, do that. We do skating look at on you thin do ice that. here. Skating so, I know. Thin nice. What's ice? Value. I'm in Phoenix. So pretty much what, what you said is. is you improvise everything, and you're pretty much better no, than so everybody much. else so no one no. else should do that i said uh, that first <laughs> i said that first but then what i said is as i'm living a life of a real estate agent um you know people ask me questions i interact with people i see the news articles i see the comment sections and even if you don't have yeah. a comment section i see the comment sections in other people's youtube videos i see points that they didn't make accurately and um i'm just fully engaged in the space and i think of rebuttals for people and things that they should think of instead and that's how they comes when I'm not checked in. It is really I am more doing more improvisation and it works sometimes. But it's I, when things are going really well, I'm checked in and I'm just kind of reacting based off what people are talking about. Well, what you said about your wife was it's I think it's super important to have someone like that, especially when you're creating content to like tell you you're not the greatest because you see so much of it now. Like everyone, oh, this is you're so great. You're so great. But you need that person who grounds you. And says like, this is not your best. And someone who really knows what your best is, because that's how you can, sometimes you can't see it, right? You're just kind of, you're in it. You're so involved in it that you can't really see what's going on. And it takes a kind of an outside person to, to look in and be like, that's, you're kind of, you've, you've, you're veered off the road here. Yeah, I just go, well, the Overass Podcast invited me to their podcast, so I must be doing something. Yeah, we've though. actually just looked at your videos from eight months ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're actually searching the ones now. Yeah. Uh, we might, we it's might been dump a disaster. the we, we might pull this episode, <laughs> exactly. But, See, but the Matt, thing is, she, have, she was, sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I don't have that voice, but I have 
Like no one is telling me, you know, what's wrong with my content. I'm telling myself what's wrong with my content because I have an yeah. evil side to me that's constantly self-deprecating and attacking right. myself. All well, I day. tell you too. Exactly. I'll yeah, tell we, you something uh, bad. Maybe yeah. that's what he was talking about. You're his evil You're side. You're the evil then. side. Exactly. We're each other's <laughs> angel and devil. Oh, me. Say, I thought you meant you. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> I, but, but I was going to say that she was so right, though, because if you look at my most viewed videos, the top viewed videos are all educational. They're not like this drama channel, like uh, real estate, like the market is going to crash. The market's not going to crash, uh, you know, all that kind of crap. So she was right. And I'm glad you're right. You need to have someone like that. And if you don't have a spouse, that can do it. Having friends that can do it. And aren't just going to push you and plug you and do that. So yeah. you guys seem to be yeah. doing that for each other. So that's great. I love you what you said, to. too, about farming from your own content or from your own comment section. That's how mm -hmm. I get, honestly, 50 percent of my content now because I'm not being an active real estate agent. So I used to be able to just sit there and come up with like 15 tweets or do something based off of an experience I was having. And now the other realtors are driving the content. So I'll go and I'll look through 200 plus comments or whatever and be like, that's a perfect tweet. Let's do that. So I love that yeah. that's how you get your content also. For sure, yeah. man. You're so lucky you're not doing it more. I, I, I was at the point where I wasn't doing it more, but my wife was like, we're going to have a baby soon. Let's yeah. move to a bigger house. And I was like, okay. And now we have a really nice house you know and we're in an area of our dream house of our dreams i have a guest house just for my studio but daddy's got to work i was gonna ask you so we gotta go shake those cheeks you know you don't have to give us details exactly but you know your monetization youtube you got to be making money on adsense and views and lives and super chats right yeah so I how much is in your bank account right yeah. now tell us show uh, us a screenshot of your checking account <laughs> yeah yeah and the number well, yeah, way, and how way, much from real estate commissions and how much from YouTube? That's exactly what we want to see. I mean, I get, a, I get a lot of money from the cartel, so I can't show you that because it's respect you guys. Um, so essentially, on a bad month, YouTube gives me about three to four k of ad revenue. On a good month, they give me about eight to ten k of ad revenue. Um, that includes super chats, everything else. Everything else is like micro, a few hundred dollars. Right now, Patreon. I started it a month ago. I'm probably doing four or five hundred dollars a month right now. Um, like off. The biggest, I uh, think, financial thing I got is uh, the home. So I have an agent referral network, basically, with Home and Money with Boomtown. Essentially, they, uh, if, if people want an agent referral, they go and they click and they, they fill out. They have already a great uh, ref, uh, network of agents. And I don't have access to who they get talked to or anything, but most of the time they're excellent. And I get paid a percentage of that. And that's basically a large part of the, what I make annually is there. Um, other than what I sell here on Phoenix. But yeah, I mean, right now it's it's really, it's good. It's not necessarily the money that's bringing in the dough, but it is definitely good enough where there's potential to grow. And it it's definitely not bad to have. You can It gives me the ability to buy a $6,000 camera. It gives me the ability to buy a $500 mic because I can use that money that I'm making there to reinvest into the content. Um, yeah. And not stick with the Yeti mic. That's really important. Not stick with the Yeti hey, mic. You hey, can buy hey. at your local Best Buy. As a YouTuber, you should know check. to not keep bringing attention to the sound quality. Are you insane? <laughs> no, your quality Everybody is not listening. bad. This quality is good. Throw this it's video. Good quality. Like, just, 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 just listen to Matt and I and listen. To <laughs> I know. I know. It's Hold actually a, it's a sure SM7B disguised as a Yeti. He's just you know uh, humble. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, I don't want to you know you make a big joke. deal out of what we got over here. That's all. Yeah. That's Javier, actually the you, one Joe Rogan used. <laughs> exactly. Javier, are you doing anything with this YouTube content, breaking it down? I know you've posted a couple of reels. Are you posting them to TikToks? You're doing YouTube shorts. Tell us a little bit about shorts and how you're 
implementing I, that. There's so much potential there, but I just, I have, so you guys, you guys understand this. You eventually find an avenue or lane that does well. And what happens is once you've kind of made it, you're like a content creator officially, there's like a thousand paths that open up. I could a hundred percent focus time into making shorts. I can a hundred percent not cut up videos. That's not what you want to do, but actually make authentic shorts. Oh, hold on, Eric. We gotta wait for Eric. He's turning. He's like wiping his shoe. I knew you were gonna call me. I'm okay. literally blowing my nose. <laughs> oh, okay. This guy doesn't miss a beat that's over so, here. Dude, that's so disrespectful. How dare you? Hey, I um, did it off camera until you called attention to it. <laughs> I don't know what you were doing. Look like you were smelling your feet or something. Uh, was it okay? Yeah. So um, I could 100% do that. Just like for you guys, I'm sure you guys can focus on the YouTube channel. I'm sure you guys can focus on other the other things. Even a freaking what was that app that came out? The one that you're talking. Be real. No, the one clubhouse. clubhouse. Like, there's so many avenues, and they're all profitable. But I am just like, okay, I've learned as years doing this. I have this path, and this path is what I'm good at. I want to make sure this is path is systemized to the point where it needs very little effort for me, but it's still high quality. Then I can explore different avenues. Um, I have made so many mistakes. I've had people. I go to a concert or a concert, or a seminar. So and so is doing. Uh, this amount of money from Instagram Reels. So and so is doing this amount of money from Instagram. Um, and then you're just like, all right, I'm gonna do Instagram videos now. And my YouTube video quality goes down. And it's like I'm biting the hand that feeds me to go focus on other things that's not gonna give me anything. So me personally, I'm gonna continue to have a really good system. Like I want to perfect my YouTube system so that quality doesn't go down. I'm doing my live streams. Everything's performing at a high level. And then once I get a little extra time, I'll explore that avenue. But for now, I'm good at what I do. I want to focus on what I do. Gary Vee would have your head in a vice if he heard what you were saying right well, now. Well, actually, what, what, what needs to happen? I'm just kidding. I don't know. You, <laughs> Me, got, you, I mean, you got to hustle. I, I agree with what you're saying. <laughs> um, you know, I think I focus way too much on Instagram at the beginning and as these apps evolve, and this is something that Matt and I talk about all the time, especially just from like a real estate agent perspective, if you're not just a content creator and you're trying to actually get leads and build your brand, which you are also, but if you only focus on TikTok and TikTok gets banned, then you had all your eggs in one marketing basket, you're screwed. True. If your Instagram gets suspended, if True. your Facebook gets blocked or something like that, yeah. then you have all your digital attention in one area. And then you haven't built anywhere else. So True. I think there still is a way for realtors to like focus on the hand that's feeding them mm -hmm. and then maybe hire a team or hire other editors or something to actually, you know, export that to YouTube shorts and Instagram reels and TikTok. just so there's a little bit of a safety net there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, I, no, I, I agree. Double down on what you're good at, but yeah. you got to sprinkle it around a little bit just in case for your, sure. your YouTube gets suspended or something. For like sure. That. There is, yeah, a, there is a flaw in that thought process for sure. And that I have, that's just a double down approach. And you're right. You need to have other avenues to kind of pad it in case anything happens. Uh, the only, th I've had issues with like, like personally, I know for you guys, this might happen too, or the, the potential to coach agents pops up, right. Or to create yeah. your own little coaching group to, Hey, I'm going to teach you guys how to succeed on YouTube and get hundred leads on YouTube or whatever. Right. Every, Everyone does that. They get a YouTube channel, they get 500 subscribers and they think they're the, the next big coach, right? And uh, they start pro programs, they charge hundreds of dollars, whatever. That's another avenue that pops up. And I guess what I'm talking about is not necessarily social media, but like the avenue you take your videos as well. 
Um, yeah. like I focused four months on a coaching program and I, my quality went down and I regret it. So just try to stay focused. And, and at the same time, like you said, grow those other platforms slowly in case the big one gets swooped in under you. Funny thing is it looked like you're sponsored by crate and barrel. Cause on the, the bottom right of your, of your screen is you see that barrel logo. Those are my, uh, new, so uh, sweet. plates. Uh, my wife and I went and got, uh, a lot of plates, different, uh, dining plates. Uh, they're fantastic. Grain Barrel is one of our favorite stores. Um, Use code and over This podcast is sponsored electric. by yeah, overass.com slash crate and barrel. Uh, My wife and I got 15%. some new plates. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. That's like some uh, killer vibes right there. There's a lot of plates. There's a lot. There's like five boxes back there. You can't see We're it. Gonna they're use fantastic plates. plates. We're going to use yeah. these plates for all kinds of things. It's like some Actually, real tune in. Tune in next week where I smash all the plates live on over. Yeah, if you guys like plates, throw this video like. <laughs> yeah. Do you see how here? I'm trying. I'm trying to give them little action points. Hashtag. So telling them to like the video. Do you do that in your videos? Dude, hell, if you, dude, if you love, yes, always inside jokes. Inside jokes is yeah. what I push. I never do like. All right, everybody, make sure to like and subscribe this video. And that, you know, none of that. Like, you got to go and save inside jokes. Like, I hope not. Like now, yeah. listen. Now we can say if that's if, volume. If, <laughs> I know. If you watch our listeners' ears, fifties ball game. When you yeah. got an awesome mic like this, Ladies you gotta watch. Your welcome to Chicago Cubs. <laughs> welcome to Wrigley Field here in Chicago. You guys, you guys, don't, you guys don't have a content creator voice. What's up, everybody? It's it's me, Broke Agent. What's up, everybody? My name is Matt Leonetti, and this is how you get tons of views on YouTube. And then, and then the That's intro. <laughs> Exactly. Like your logo or something. Yeah. yeah. What's up, everybody? You're asking. Oh fuck! I was gonna do a whole. What's up, everybody? You're watching Over Ass with Javier. Javier. Javier Verdana. I made it sound yeah. like caviar, but Javier. Javier yeah. Verdana. Yeah. Uh, was what was the question? Right. Uh, oh yeah. So what do you push? Inside I don't think jokes? we've asked a question. Like no, no, five yeah, 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 yeah. No uh, questions. No. Yeah, we get it. No, like, I want to say something. I want to say something. Yeah, plates just, just say it. if you guys watch it to the very end please anywhere in our social media go just comment plates on any of our posts we'll know just what it, it means this guy is a pro Love he it. knows exactly he, what he does. that's an inside joke we have with our audience right now if you ever yeah. see javier pop up or matt plates. Or my content plates we want it plates. plates flood the comment plates, section liver king plates. or <laughs> mike 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 yeah. but it better be m-i-c bad yeti yeah. exactly comment yeti actually yeah, Yeti, Yeti. Plates no, but let's let's camp. focus on plates. Let's focus on plates. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag plates. All right, Javier, um, where can the people find you? You know what? Um, I'm gonna defer a link, and I'm just gonna say continue to support over as podcast. Oh man, uh, oh, two wow. amazing content creators here. This guy just keeps and, uh, giving. This is a gift. We will not be linking giving. up Javier's Instagram or his YouTube <laughs> no in the description no because need. that could hurt his channel. Just search for it organically, no, no. like he just, said. Yeah, just the YouTube algorithm will feed his content to you, especially now that we're YouTube buddies. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Just I'm All sure right. they're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna tag my name on the post. Just yeah. follow me if you insist, but not support these two gentlemen who bring us so much value every week. That's right. Thank you. If you if you enjoyed this episode, please leave it a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you are listening, and make sure to subscribe to this channel because we are dropping value and having incredible guests like Javier every single week. See ya. Bam. The Broke Agent presents Over Ask Podcast.